Now from the pages of True Detective Mysteries, we take the true inside story, Love Frenzied Killer, Horror in a Hospital War, as told personally by John Sheridan Williams, former deputy sheriff of Pima County, Arizona. St. Mary's Hospital, where the good sisters of charity minister to the sick there on the edge of the desert near Tucson, Arizona. Over the portico, a cross points serenely skyward. On the morning of August 13, 1932, the soft tolling of the chapel bells drifts out with a devout murmur of the nuns at prayer, like a cool benediction across the parched cactus and the speak of the desert. From all sin, oh, Lord, deliver us. From thy wrath, oh, Lord, deliver us. From sudden and unprovided death, oh, Lord, deliver us. From anger, hatred, and ill will, oh, Lord, deliver us. From everlasting death, oh, Lord, deliver us. Sister, Sister Antonia. Yes, my child. Sister, Tom Salmon, the patient in room 114 has been murdered. Murdered? Yes, shot, shot twice. May God have mercy on his soul. Nurse, call the sheriff's office at once. I shall be in room 114. Yes, sir. Through the mercy of thy holy incarnation. O oh, Lord, deliver us. Oh, hello, Fra. Hot out there today, hmm? Uh, Sheriff, you could fry an egg in that sun. What's new? Oh, lovely. It's been a quiet Saturday so far. Sheriff's office. Yeah? Sheriff Bailey speaking. What? You killed a man? Who? Who's that? Some nut? Just a minute. You say you killed a man in room 114 at St. Mary's Hospital? I saw him just now. Call you up so you could get on the cruise photo or... Uh, wait, uh, just a minute. Uh, who are you? Uh, just a minute, will you? Operator, operator. Hello, hello. Say, can you trace my call? I'm sorry, sir. Your port is disconnected. We cannot trace them now. Well, uh, we'll try, will you? Come on, Ra. This is murder. Bailey. Come with us, nurses. Sorry to trouble you, Sister Antonia. We know the meaning of duty here at St. Mary's, Sheriff, but how did you get here so soon? We had a telephone call. But we were just calling you from the hospital. Someone must have called you before. Oh, a man called up. That's strange. I asked one of the nurses to phone you. Well, this man said he had uh, just killed someone in room 114. Oh, Lord, have mercy on his soul. <laughs> uh, here we are, Sheriff. Room 114. There's the body. They're on the bed. Uh, Sister Antonia, Deputy Farrar and I want to examine this body first. These are the nurses who were taking care of Mr. Salmon. <gasps> oh, who could have done this? Come on, Helen. I guess we all feel that way about Tom. Well, that's not helping to find out who killed him. I can't help it. You nurses, calm down now. We'll talk to you later. All right, Farrar. Pull back the sheet. Yes, sir. Oh, Tom. <laughs> How many uh, bullet wounds, Farrar? Oh, let's see. Two, sir. One enters the right eye. Drilled clean through, eh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Fires in the doorway, I should say. Not the second bullet. See those powder burns around the temple? Yeah. That second shot was fired point blank, all right. 
man or woman who killed this man held a gun for that shot only six or seven inches from his head. Wanted to make sure. Oh. A hot blast of lead right through the temple. Oh. Too bad. Fine athletic looking man. Yeah, big fellow too. Early 30s, I should say. Who is this man, Sister Antonia? Thomas Salmon. He was our hospital electrician. Been sick long? No. He's having infected thumb. His doctor thought it best to put him to bed for a few days. These uh, sheets, Sister Antonia, are they in order? Is this the way the bed was made up this morning? I can answer that. What's your name? Miss Young. Uh, Mrs. Young? No, Sheriff. Miss Young. Rosemary Young. It's against the hospital rules for a student nurse to be married. I see. Well, Miss Young, have these sheets been disturbed in any way? No, sir. They're just as I made up the bed when I gave Tom. I mean, Mr. Salmon. His breakfast at 8 o'clock. Hmm. Did you see him after 8 o'clock? Yes, just a little while ago. I dressed his hands. That was around 9.30. Cover him up again, sir. Yes, sir. Well, from the looks of the bed, there's a struggle. You got that, Farrar? Right. Did Simon have any visitors this morning, Sister Antonia? I asked Sister Angela. She was on the switchboard and was very busy. She seemed to recall a man. Short, dark, wore glasses. Had a scholarly air, she said. I see. Sister, can you get all the nurses who are off duty together for a few minutes? Yes. In the reception room of the nurse's home, if you like. Uh, do that, will you please? And uh, Miss Thompson? Miss Young? You go along, too. All right. Come on, Tom. Hmm. Looks like we got to find a woman in this case. You know, Cherche's La Femme. Yeah. A woman or a jealous sweetheart. Well, let's look through this dresser over here. And find something. Oh, some letters. Get a whiff of the perfume on this one. Oh. Handle it carefully. Here's another drawer. What's in here? Say... Oh, look at this photograph with it. Boy, that's some picture. Beautiful, isn't she? Wonder who she is. Looks like a dancer. Yeah. Only I wonder why the head's cut off. I'm wondering that myself. A headless picture of a girl. And where are we going to find the original of a picture like that? I don't know. Yet. I didn't know. Oh, you're crazy. Tom Salmon never meant anything to me. That's a lot of factual in How about the time you were at the painted rocks with him in the desert? And weren't you the unknown nurse in that fight at the dance hall? I've never been in a dance hall in my life. Hey, now, what wait a minute. Say? Wait a minute. Now, you nurses all remember one thing. A man was murdered right here in St. Mary's Hospital this morning. You've got to talk. And remember, anything you say here may be used as evidence. I don't know about the other nurses, Sheriff, but I'm ready to tell you all I know about Tom oh, Salmon. Oh, cut it out, Tom. Just a minute, Miss Young. Suppose you talk, then. Well, you'll find it out sooner or later, so you might as well know now. If Tom Salmon had a middle name, it should be Romance. Were there any uh, girls Tom Salmon was particularly interested in? They may have thought so, but I never kidded myself on how much Tom really liked me. You know the woman in this photograph? No. She's beautiful, all right. Never seen a photograph like that outside of anatomy class. Do any of you other nurses recognize the woman in this photograph? I don't believe Tom knew that woman. He found this picture in his dresser drawer. Simon know any cabaret dancers? He didn't know a girl who worked in a nightclub. Know a lot about him, don't you, Rosemary? I know he's been murdered, and that's more than you seem to realize. Miss Young, can you remember this dancer's name? It was a rather queer name. French, I think. Louise? Something like that. Lucille? Lucette Lamar? Lucelle Lafleur? Hmm, something like that. And she works in a nightclub.
a dancer here with a French name like Lucille or Lisette? <laughs> All our dancers have a French name. Well, if you're one who looks like the girl in this picture. <laughs> Even without the head, I wish I had. <laughs> That's what I said. She's a French girl, a dancer. And she looks like this picture. Sure? You bring her around and I'll give her a contract. What is the matter, Sheriff? Is there anything wrong? No, no, no trouble, Dennis. Uh, we're doing all the nightclubs, that's yeah. all. Looking for a girl, that's all. But, monsieur, why did you not say so before? Carry here, please. Take this table. Thanks. Now, you tell me anything I can do for you. Have you a dancer here, a French girl with a name like Camille Lafleur or Lucette Lamour? Or... Lucie Lamour? Mais oui, she dances here. Well, at last. Oh, we'd like to uh, talk to her after she does her act. But certainly. Well, when does she come on? Right after this girl's number. Well, enjoy yourself. Yeah, we'll enjoy ourselves, all right. Looking for a girl who maybe put two bullets through a man's head. Yeah. Have you got her picture? Yeah. Which time will murder clues a headless picture of a dancer? Well, that's all we have so far. Oh, uh, here is. A message just came from Lucille Lamar. Saying she was sick and couldn't appear tonight. Uh, who telephoned? Lucille Lamar? No, her roommate, a Miss Jackson. Farah, get your motorcycle escort. When did she go? Did you know Tom Salmon? You saw the papers today. Yes, I, I knew he was murdered this morning at St. Mary's Hospital. That's all I know. Is this Lucille's photograph? Where'd you get that picture? I'm asking the question. Is this her picture? I won't tell you. I... Oh, no, it isn't her picture. Honest, it isn't. Tell us what you know, then. Lucille came home last night and started packing a bag. Why? First she was brokenhearted and sobbing. Then she was mad enough to kill somebody. Oh, Sheriff, I, I didn't mean to say that. Lucille was in love. And when love really comes to a woman, it, it changes her. It, it transforms her. Into a killer? Oh, Lucille didn't kill Tom Sam. How could she? She left town last night. Where'd she go? San Francisco. What got her all upset last night? I don't know. She cried around about how he was the same as all the other men and that their great love was smashed. Hmm. Oh, Sheriff, you would have felt sorry for her. She used to come home after seeing him and talk about a wedding in a home. Oh, uh, women are all like that. This man's in bed in a hospital and somebody comes in and puts two bullets in his head. Some woman did it, thinking of a cozy home in rosebushes, I suppose. What kind of a gun did she have? She didn't have a gun. Miss Jackson, you have to remain here in Tucson as a material witness, understand? Yes, sir. Come on, Farrar. Let's get the teletype working. Wanted by police of Tucson, Arizona, in connection with murder of Carlos Salmon in St. Mary's Hospital, August 13th. French dancer Lucille Lamar, description caller. Well proportioned, weight about 130 pounds, height about 5 feet 1 inch, is located home in Wire Sheriff Walter Bailey's Tucson, Arizona. Foreign officials report. Gun that killed Salmon with a 32 automatic. Check all pawn shops. Find out if anybody bought a 32. Hello, City Desk? Crawford. Yeah, I just got a flash from the sheriff's office in the Salmon murder. Yeah. The great lover angle again. It's an inside tip. 
There's a doctor at the hospital, Dr. John A. Hartford. He's secretly engaged to one of the nurses there. Mm-hmm. He found out lately that his fiance and this chief salmon had been going out together. He's on a suspect list, but they don't know who the nurse is yet. Still checking every new clue, the authorities began the plainsman's trip, a backtracking over a cold trail, the trail of the past life of the plain Don Juan. They asked questions at tourist camps, lunch counters, hotels. How about this hotel, sir? Any blood loss? Not the only one in Tucson we haven't checked on. Now, let's get it over with. Come on. Front, front. Never mind. Just want to ask you a few questions. What's your name? Eddie Clark. Uh, did a couple by the name of Salmon ever register here, Eddie? Salmon? Yeah, sure. What? Yes, they stopped here. I thought you got that information before. What do you mean? When? A man came in here the other night. He said he was from headquarters. Oh, so headquarters is checking too. Wonder why they didn't tell the sheriff's office. What did he want to know? Same thing you did. Whether Mr. and Mrs. Thomas and Mr. Salmon ever stopped him. And did you tell him? Yes, sir. Hmm. See this photograph, Eddie? Yes. Well, where's your head? I don't know. Tell me, if this photograph had a head and the right clothes on, would it look like the woman who registered here as Mrs. Salmon? Well, would it? Well, uh... Think. Can't you remember? Sure. What did Mrs. Salmon look like? She was a brunette. Brown eyes. In her early 20s, I'd say. How would her weight compare with the woman in this photograph? Gee, this Mrs. Salmon was slim. She wasn't real pretty, but she had what I call a swell figure. Uh-huh. Would you say she was the woman in this photograph? I'd say she wasn't the woman. That still doesn't let Lucille Lamar out. No, but this man from headquarters has got me. When was he here? Let me see. Uh, Tuesday. What? Tuesday? Yes. Tuesday night. Well, that was four days before Salmon was murdered. Four days before. What did this man look like? A short, dark complexion, wore glasses, neatly dressed, and... and... Remember what he was wearing? No, but he was nice about everything. That I remember. Very polite. Studious kind of fellow. What you call scholarly. That's the man. Sure, the man Sister Angela described. Studious, scholarly. The mysterious caller Salmon had the morning he was murdered. Get your hat, Eddie. Me? Yeah. You're coming to the hospital with us. this woman, Eddie? Uh, no, no, she isn't a girl. She isn't a girl. What girl? You keep us here in the reception room all night asking us questions. What girl are you looking for? You answer our questions. Are you engaged to a doctor? No. Who cares if I'm engaged anyway? Someone working here, jealous of you, could have known the best time to kill Sam. No one was in the corridor outside his room. I never had anything to do with Tom Salmon. Oh, let me go. All right, Miss Lloyd. Sit down. How many more? Uh, Miss Parsons and Miss Thompson. If they're not out, they won't be in until 12. Will you see them in the morning? I'd like to get back to the hotel, sir. Uh, let's see. Uh, Miss Young? Yes. Either Miss Parsons or Miss Thompson, a brunette. Well, Miss Parsons is a decided blonde, and you've seen Miss Thompson. All right. You can go, Eddie. We'll meet you here tomorrow morning when these other nurses go on duty. Thank you. I'll be around. Okay. Oh, dearest Thompson, now we'll have to start all over again. 
They told me when I signed in that you wanted to see me in the reception room. Miss Thompson, did you see a man in the corridor outside here just now? I saw a man going around the corner just as I came in. Did he see you? Yes, yes. Oh, well, I don't know. Thompson, answer him. Tell him. Tell him what? Why ask me? We've been all here all night answering questions. Damn it. What did you tell him? Nothing. Stop staring at me. What? Why do you look at me like that? Miss Thompson, take off your hat, please. There. Hmm. Who's Are you engaged to, uh... Damn it. You have been talking. You have been saying things. Of course she has. She's told us plenty. It's not true. I haven't said a word. You have. You told him I'm married. Oh, yes, yes. We know you're married. You didn't want the hospital to know about it. It isn't true. I didn't tell him. Come on, Miss Thompson. She's engaged to Dr. Hartford. He wouldn't admit it because he didn't want her mixed up in this case. He had never even knew she went out with Tom Sam. I never did. Don't you believe her? She did. She told me so. They used to meet by the bunch of testers near the hospital ground. If Dr. Hartford knew about Tom Salmon, he'd have killed him. Who did kill him? I don't know. Miss Thompson, why did you kill him? I didn't. What is your husband's name? Oh, what difference does it make? Just, Just a minute. I'll take that call. Hello? I think I'm Miss Thompson, please. Who? Miss Thompson. This is my operator coming. Just came in. Uh, hold on. I'd know it anywhere. It's the man who called me up and said he killed a man. Get this call, Trey. Hold it. Keep him on the wire. Okay, right. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll, uh, I'll get the Thompson. Uh, just hold on, will you, please? Oh, uh, Mr. Thompson. Uh, just hold on, will you? Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, uh, I'm the, uh, new night porter, Watson. Uh, Thompson's night off, you know. They told you the switchboard she'd come in, why... Probably coming over from the main building to the nurse's home right now. Let me talk to him. Get please. away, get away. Oh, no, no. Uh, could I uh, have a call you? Get leave your name or your phone number? No. Operator, operator. Hello, hello. Can you trace that call? This is Sheriff Daly. We're passing the call, sir. Hold on. Reporters, the call residence of Carlson, Texas. Whose name is the phone listed in? The telephone's listed in the name of Jordan. Steve? No, no. That's right. Good, thanks. You hear that siren, Miss Thompson? It's a scheme, I should say. It's my men on the way to arrest your husband. You'll never get him. You'll never get him. I did it. I killed Tom Salmon. I killed him. Is that right, Beam? Did your wife kill Tom Salmon? No, I killed him. No, it's not true. Was it an accident, Beam? Accident? <laughs> did you call the sheriff's office after you killed him? Sure. Don't oh, miss my hurt, sir. Be quiet, Beam. Now, Mr. Beam, let's hear your story. I don't know why I ever did it. I was attracted to Tom Salmon from the first time I saw him. It was something I couldn't seem to resist. When I was with him, something just... Do you really love him? Yes. 
Oh, no, darling. You forget George and his books in the hospital and everything with me. This is only midsummer madness. It's only a dream. It's true, dear. Just forget everything and dance with me. Sharon, I knew that night I'd have to end it. My resolutions about Tom Savin were no good. I realized I'd have to end this, this thing that was destroying my my life. So you I... You can't believe her, Sharon. Stay quiet, Dame. Go on, Dame. So, uh, I got a gun. And I went into his room here at the hospital last Saturday morning. And I killed him. I shot him twice. He looked up at me as I went... Sarah, if my wife didn't kill Tom Savin. I did, I did. Oh, I deserve to die. Come on, now, calm yourself, Mr. Bean. I want your husband to tell his side of this. Go on, Dane. Sir, this man Salmon deserved all the bullets he got. He had an almost hypnotic power over women. I'll tell you the truth about that night at the dance. When I got there... Go on home and read your book. It's all right for you to dance with her, but don't hug her like an ape. Why, you little rat. We like to dance this way, and we're going to dance this way. If that's the way you feel about it, you better come home with me now. Take off your glasses, you stand. I don't need to. Yes, George. It's true. It's true. What are you going to do with me? I'm thinking about. Oh, I wish I'd never seen him. I wish I were dead. What happened then, Dean? Sheriff, I had a right to kill that man. I hated him. I kept thinking about him. I knew when he was ordered to bed at the hospital. Last Saturday morning, I went to a pawn shop and bought a gun. What kind? Thirty-two. The man showed me how to use it. I took a taxi to St. Mary's Hospital. Just as the switchboard told me how to get to room 114. I walked right in. I went down the corridor. George Bean. No, I... What are you going to do with that gun? I'm going to kill you, son. Well, you're going, you can't steal any more wives. Don't. Don't. Have you anything to say? Don't. Please don't. They'll hang you if you kill me. The law. There is no law for this, Simon. This is the unwritten law. Judge in this court, let me say one final word before you retire to find your verdict. The era of the six-shooter is gone. If we are to set free every man who shoots his way out of a domestic triangle, we are only encouraging murder. Citizens must realize that the courts and not bullets will settle these entanglements. No man has the right to take the life of another. The jury will now retire. Hello, hello, city desk. Here's the flash on the beam verdict. Guilty. 
George Bean, sentenced to serve from 25 to 40 years in Arizona State Penitentiary. The story you have just heard is Love Friends a Killer. Horror in a Hospital War. Taken from the new True Detective Mysteries magazine. Electrically transcribed by Transamerica. <laughs> 